This is Black. Today, uh, having uh, an opportunity to bring on not only a good friend, but one of my best friends in my life. He's uh, He's been a part of the journey. And, you know, he and I have been talking about a lot of different things about what's happening in the world. We always talk about the impacts in our lives. And I just thought it would be appropriate based on what we're trying to do with this conversation to have him on. And so, uh, uh, brother, how you doing? I'm good, brother. I'm real good, baby. How about yourself, man? I can't complain. I can't complain. And I'm glad to I'm glad you're taking the time. Thank you for taking the time to to come on and and talk with us, man, and 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 share some of your thoughts about what's going on in the world, but also what's going on in our community. And that's actually where I want to go. You mentioned a story to me, and uh, I want you to begin to kick that off. What what's the uh, what's one of the important things that's impacting our community? And, and and tell us a little bit about that story you were telling me about. Yeah, well, you know, um, I acquired uh, from a very early age bad habits with spending, um, bad habits with money. Uh, my relationship with money has been bad for as, almost as long as I could remember. And, um, you know, growing up, um, you know, I've interacted with a lot of people in my family who hadn't shared that same issue. And uh, knowing, you know, that we, oftentimes have been stereotyped for being people who are hyper consumers and don't spend our money well and don't invest our money right. Uh, I, I took it upon myself to start engaging or taking to practice an investigation or impl implement an investigation in my own life and my own history of where that started. And it wasn't long uh, until I, it wasn't long after that, that I actually had a conversation with my father and my father was actually able to kind of spark a memory in me about the relationship that I had with my mother. Uh, he says, you know, you know, son, I, I, I'm sorry that, you know, we did what we did to you financially. And, you know, the fact that you struggle with saving money now has a lot to do with us. And he, he kind of uh, opened up a, a memory. It was a kind of a, a repressed memory of mine. But um, he started to speak to me about my relationship with my mother growing up and he says he was always a hard worker. And he went on to say that uh, I did a lot of little jobs growing up as a kid when I was, you know, nine, 10 years old, uh, raking yards, mowing lawns, picking up cans. And what I started to do was start to fill a little piggy bank up that my grandmother bought me uh, for Christmas. And I used to love the feeling of seeing that piggy bank uh, get full and feeling the weight of it getting heavy. And any any time within, you know, two or three months, I could easily save two or three hundred dollars, man, which was a lot of money for an eight, nine year old at that time. And um, I do remember coming home from school and going and checking my piggy bank out and looking in my piggy bank and either my piggy bank was light or if I looked in it, you know, the piggy bank was half or mostly empty. And I remember going to my mom and says, hey, mom, you know, um, my, my money is gone. Do you know what happened? And she said, yeah, I took your money. I needed gas. I'll pay you back. I said, oh, okay. So I go, went, went to saving money again and went about my business. And oftentimes my mom was not able to give me the money back because she was struggling financially herself. And so 
um, when I get this bank full, full again, this little piggy bank full again, uh, the piggy bank goes empty. And after about the third or fourth time this happened, um, what I started to do, instead of trying to save money anymore, any nickel and dime a penny that I got, if it was enough for me to buy a, a, a candy bar or a snack cake or a bag of chips, it was almost as if I could not help myself. I could not resist the impulse of going and taking this money and, and, and exchanging this money for something that I can use or, or eat. Uh, and this became a practice. It was a practice that hunt me, hunted me all throughout college and even after college when I got into my marriage. And, um, you know, for the longest, it was a repressed memory of mine. I never really thought about where this started until my father made mention of that. And, well, you know, well, hey, 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 let's take a second, because what you just said was powerful. Right. You know, that that we forget that some of these things that we now recognize in our own lives as being challenges or or issues, they may stem from very much so when we were children. And Absolutely. Especially with our relationship with our family, relationship with people we love. But you're talking about a specific issue that's so critical in our community, especially an understanding of money, because a, right. a lot of us don't even understand uh, some some of the fundamentals about management and other things. But then when you attach that to trauma. Yeah. Say, hey, I have such a negative relationship with what happened that now I have a problem distributing or or managing or doing the things I need to do in a in a in a healthy way. Right. Right. Absolutely. And 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 and, and be clear on something. It's not something that I hold my mom in contempt with. I'm not angry and upset at my mom because my mom was produced by a generation of people who uh, had uh, a negative and unhealthy perceptions of their own earnings themselves. You know, her father, my grandfather, was a sharecropper. Okay, and so for many years, uh, my grandfather, uh, not having a good grasp of math, uh, not having a good grasp of economics, um, was kept in artificial debt by the same man whose father owned his father. Right. Right, right, right. And and if I if I may, David, you just brought something up. I got to talk about it. For me, actually, I had a similar experience. And that experience was with my father. When I was younger, my father would come in and I would also save little nickels and dimes here and there. And all of a sudden I would have twenty dollars, twenty five dollars, thirty dollars. And my father would come in and say, hey, uh, uh, I see you got some some money saved over in a jar. Won't you let me borrow it? And then once I borrow it, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to charge, uh, charge me 10% interest. Mm. Now I'm seven years old. What in the world do I know about 10% interest? About it? And, and of course, as my father said, okay, sure, sure, sure. You know, I'm, I'm just more than happy. And I remember over the years when I would save money, sometimes he would come in in my little sock drawer and do this in my little and 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 the little um the uh it's like a little jar that I kept I, I continued to hold money in. He would come in and you know dip into it. Mm-hmm. And for me, 
what I realized was, okay, well, he's going, he said he's going to give it back to me, but it never happened. Wow. And I didn't develop as maybe a, a negative response, but what I did do was I would not let him see where I put my money. Um, mm. So that can be equally as bad. What I started to do was hide because I felt like if I didn't hide, then that meant my parent or someone would take it. And so I developed an automatic response around it because I never saw the benefits of giving to someone who said they were they needed it or wanted it. And then they said they would return it. And as a child, I didn't see it returned. So it, it put a psychological construct around me regarding giving. And, wow. having to, and having to later say to myself as I got older and got to be an adult, you know what? I give not with the expectation of receiving anything in return. Even if someone says, hey, I, I'm going to give it back to you. I, I give now saying, you know what? My expectation is not for them to give it back. My expectation is I'm giving of myself. And that. If I can't give it, if I can't miss it, then I won't. You know, if I need right. it, I can't give it. But other than that, I give of myself. And that was something that I learned about intention, gratitude, thankfulness that, um, you know, that has helped me to walk in life. Man, you know, that's that's pretty good, brother, that you say that, because that was been the question I would have asked you was, what steps did you take to work to overcome uh, um, the uh, the challenges that came up and was implanted in you psychologically at an early age? Because everybody has their own journeys, but one thing I've come to learn and when I speak to other brothers and sisters is that they share and have very similar experiences in their life. And so you give great inspiration on what it is that you did by redirecting your attention on something that matters uh, uh, beyond your personal experience and being able to connect with people past that, because we have to proactively work on the, a lot of the issues that we have acquired in a history of trauma. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and to piggyback on what you're saying, there is a, yeah, there's a responsibility that we hold on society or on individuals outside of ourselves, but there's also a personal responsibility is when we recognize this trauma, this hurt, this pain, once we recognize it and understand that that's within us, there's also then becomes a responsibility for us to heal. Absolutely. You know, we've got to work on that personal healing too. So it's kind of a duality. Right. Right. What, what, well, for yourself, how did you, or where are you now in your journey based on your experience? Well, you know, with my experience, you know, I, I had the benefit of being uh, in a position where I was around other people uh, who had acquired, you know, very strong, uh, uh, um, um, very organized uh, conduct around money. They had a very strong, positive relationship around money. They were very pro progressive with their funds. And by being around these people and studying the behavior of these people and the outcomes that they were enjoying, 
as a result of them making decisions. Um, this started to happen simultaneously around the time that I had my first child. And the one thing I swore to myself is that I would never allow my child to have and go through what I went through that developed and, and, and cultivated over time my unhealthy relationship with money. And so from the very beginning, I started to put myself around people who inspired me to be something else other than a reckless spender. Mm. Mm. That's um, powerful. Yeah, you know, uh, because I, I went from being in an environment, man, where people spent more time uh, working to look important than be important. Uh, I had family members and relatives, man, that would spend more money on their car note or their rims note on their car than the mortgage right. or than the rent. Right, right, right. right. So I had to change my atmosphere and the people that was in my atmosphere, man, in order to be inspired to do better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I w- But I do want to add to something because sometimes we leave uh, a cliffhanger on some of the comments you just made. And I want to make sure that I that I add to that. As you said, you had to change your environment. And that's, again, it's extremely strong. However, I don't want to leave people who are listening with a negative connotation around those people who said, you know what, I want to put money uh, on my rims instead of my rent or do these other things as outward expressions. Because I want to I want to I want to highlight that that's trauma that you're seeing. When right. people value right. that because what they're saying is I because of my esteem, because of how I've been trained, because of how uh, many other factors, this is why I'm doing this. It's right. not because just because, oh, they just these people just don't value money. Well, you know, first of all, never taught. Second, they were they they knew that from day to day, their experience was just that it was day to day. Right. And so sometimes you start valuing things when you don't look at, at the importance of a long-term investment in a home and things like that. You start valuing short-term things because of how you've been trained. Absolutely. And so, and so again, as you, as you saw that, you said, hold on, I need to put myself in a different surrounding in order to be able to, to, to better myself in that longevity and that understanding of how to create a space for you and your family. Absolutely. And, and, and if I can add and add on to what it is you just stated, brother, uh, one of the challenges to that was this. Sometimes when you change, when you make it your point to change your environment and change the people in your environment, oftentimes a lot of us find that the people who we are now putting ourselves around for the purposes of inspiring us and educating us to do better for ourselves may not share our identity or our culture, which can be a challenge. It could be a challenge for those who you love, um, whom you've come out of that community. They might see and perceive you as being somebody who's turned their back on you. And you have not, but that may be the perception. Right. And it could be a challenge for you also because there's a lot of foreign uh, uh, kind of a no- nomenclatures and 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 variations in how they do what they do that is inconsistent with you because we're two different groups. We have two different psychologies and two different histories. Right. So that can be a challenge as well. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, my brother, we're, we're running on time and okay. 
I wanted to make sure that in this first season of what I'm trying to do here, that you were a part of this because of what you've been as a friend, as a brother in my life. And I'm thankful for you coming on today. I'm thank you coming on, sharing your thoughts. But don't just know this is not the last time. Man, thank you, family. I love you, brother. I appreciate you, man. Absolutely, man. Love you as well. I appreciate you, man. And we're going to move forward as we continue to talk about some of these things that are crucial in our community. But for today, uh, this is uh, we're going to wrap it up here. This, Dig that. This is Black.